I'm Lonnie Edwards, the founder of The Dog Agency and Pet Insider, and you're listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. This is a show about the latest and greatest across the pet world. Whether you're a pet parent or just a little pet crazy, Pet Insider has you covered. We get it. We're obsessed too. Before Willa came into Peter's life, he was not talking at all. He was not going out very much. He was isolating himself, and he just wasn't sleeping, and the sleeping was the hardest part for me as a mother. When Willa came into his life, he bought his own home. He spends a lot more time with his daughter doing fun things. He reaches out to the family a lot more than he used to. She, she, is, she saved his life. That was Dina Kakoulas, the author of It's a Willow World, a children's book that encourages children to talk about their feelings, based on the story of her son's return from war with PTSD and how his service dog, Willa, saved his life. Now let's get back to Dina. So Dina, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So who is Willa? So Willa is my son, Peter's Beagle. She is a therapy dog. She's not a registered therapy dog, which I'm excited about because I want to share with everybody, you don't have to have a trained dog to give you emotional support. She's going to be two on November 8th, and my book is coming out in November. The book launch is November 12th. We just changed it just to have it on Veterans Day due to popular demand. (laughs) So she's a great dog. She's very normal, spends a lot of time with my son. She likes to play tug of war. She likes to do the head tilt if she hears high-pitched noises. And she's just really a normal dog. So talk to us about your son, Peter. So Peter is 28 years old. He joined the Marines when he was 18, right out of high school. He actually decided to become a Marine on September 11th, 2001. And he's an electrician now in his professional life. He has a four-year-old daughter. When he got out of the Marines in 2011, after probably a year and a half or so, I started seeing some major signs that he was not okay. He was isolating himself, not really doing anything with anybody, and I obviously knew what was going on. He was having traumatic stress from his time in the military. His deployment to Afghanistan was seven months. He was on the mission when Osama bin Laden was killed, but he didn't know he was on that mission. So he was there at a very important time. Unfortunately, one of his fellow Marines and his IED dog were killed in an explosion. Dog handlers and the IED dogs, they're the very first ones, when they go out on a mission or a convoy, the dog and the dog handler, the dog is actually the first one. And when he got home from his deployment, we had to break the news to him that his dog, Jackie, who is a beagle just like Willa, had passed away. And it was so hard because they would talk to each other on the phone when he was in Afghanistan. And so the last three weeks he was there, we were pretending that he was talking to her. And so we told him immediately when he got back from Afghanistan. And we had other family animals, but he was getting worse than better. And so we decided to get him a puppy. After a few years, I felt like I was starting to see some improvement. My other son, George, had recently gotten out of the Navy, and I 
begged him to move back home to help. And after, I'd say about six months, I really started seeing consistency with him. Still was not sleeping good, still isolating himself, but he had started to go fishing a lot. A friend of his from the Marines that moved up north gave him a boat because he couldn't take the boat with him for his new job. So he started fishing all the time as a form of therapy. And before Christmas of 2016, so the video came out December of 2016. I had been calling animal shelters as far as I was willing to drive to see if they had beagles. And in Florida, since hunting's so popular, they said they don't get a lot of beagles at the shelters until after hunting season. And I just, I had to have a beagle. It had to be a beagle. So I got on Craigslist and I found a litter of beagles in Hartford, Alabama. So my son George and I drove over there and he picked her out and just had to have her We were going to wait till December 23rd to pick her up, but a few nights after we picked her out, she got into it with one of her litter mates and had to get stitches in her tongue and had to be taken from her mother. So I called my vet and I said, I have the opportunity to bring this four-week-old dog home and I know that it's too soon, but if I don't get this dog, I'm not going to find another one in time for Christmas. I was, I was honestly becoming desperate. Like, I was convinced in my mind that the dog was going to save his life. And I knew I was right. Poor Willis, she had no idea. The vet just gave me instructions on how to keep her isolated till she finishes all of her immunizations because of Parvo. So we brought her home and put her in the box. Um, my husband was working in Alabama that day. And I knew the video was going to be good, but I didn't know that it would go viral like in less than 24 hours. So I think it's when Peter opened the box and he saw the dog. And I even said this in a a prior interview, I think he saw life. And that's what made him so emotional. And I think that's what resonated with people, that there's a need for healing for PTSD, not just in veterans, but any form of PTSD, you know, there's so much violence going on now that it's in urgent need of being addressed. And I think the fact that there's a lot of organizations that pull dogs from the shelter, it's like a win-win situation. Canines for Warriors in St. Augustine pulls, I think, the majority of their animals from shelters. There's an organization called Operation Sidekick in Charlotte, North Carolina. And did you know that Pit bulls are euthanized at a rate of 3,000 per day. And veterans, 22 suicides a day. So, like, why can't we take all these dogs that need homes? I mean, in Willa's world, everybody would have a dog. Everybody should have a dog. I mean, they make you feel better. I bring my two dogs to work with me, and they sit on people's lap while they get haircuts, and they feel comfortable. You know, some people might not communicate or talk to anybody or be touched by anybody if they live alone or whatever. And I mean, it's scientifically proven, right? So can you talk about the video a little bit more? Sure. So the video I filmed, obviously, when I gave Peter the puppy, I posted it on my Facebook first. And then later that evening, I was like, this video is good. I'm going to put it on my YouTube. So the video was hitting like millions on Facebook. It's 
1.1 million 700 something thousand not that I'm keeping track but like on the lad bible facebook page it's at 38 point something million so when the video came out it was just like it was exciting but it was also extremely stressful because all of a sudden on youtube people were writing messages about their experience with ptsd sharing their messages. I have a photo album of people from all over the world that have sent me pictures of them with their dogs and that their dogs have saved their life. The video, I think, just opened up a dialogue. I mean, it's still getting a thousand views pretty much a week. So my advice for anybody that thinks that they want to make a viral video is I don't know that you can plan to make one. I think it's just a lucky thing that happens. But don't think it's as lucky as it is. I mean, for me, I just saw the need that I needed to do something good with it. And dogs have always been such a huge part of my life. I have my own challenges emotionally, so I get to bring my dogs to work with me every day, just like you guys do. Can you describe the video for people who haven't seen it? Oh, for sure. So in the video, it starts off, my husband, you see him from behind, and you're walking into the kitchen of our home, and my son, Peter, is actually doing something with a fishing lure because he loves fishing. And we set the box down in front of Peter. We put Willa in the box, but we left the lid open just enough so that she could kind of see what was going on and breathe, obviously. And the box was moving a little bit, and I said, I'm filming this, Peter, but as soon as he opened up the box, he immediately started crying, and you can hear my whole family crying in the video. And I described the scene in the book exactly the way it happened because Willa tells the story in the book. So in the video, she says, but wait, he was confused, he's crying. Then she remembered, maybe if I lick him like my furry mother licked me, he'll feel better. And in the video, she licks him and he starts smiling. And so after that, just I was telling him about how she got her name and you know he told me to stop filming but I asked him if he was happy and he said yes and just seeing the smile on his face after really not seeing him smile for about three years just I can talk about it now without crying I mean my sisters were watching it with me this morning and they still cry over it I mean, it's just so beautiful. I'm hoping the video will continue to help those and they'll find out about my book. And how did you come up with her name? So I did not come up with her name. The people that we got her from in Hartford, Alabama called us the day after we picked her out and told us that she had been injured and that she was going to be okay. They weren't sure if we would still want her. And she said, I hope you don't mind, but we've started to call her Willa for the will to live. That was the perfect name. I thought Peter would name her Jenny after Jenny from Forrest Gump because that's his favorite movie. Just a little fun fact, he read Forrest Gump when he was in Afghanistan and Forrest Gump had a pet monkey. And I don't know if people knew that. In the book, he had a pet monkey. So I thought that he would have named her Jenny, but Willa is just the perfect name. And I love the name of the book, too, especially for children, because it just kind of rolls off your tongue. You don't have to stop and think about it. And now with the hashtag in front of it, there'll always be a hashtag. So I think it'll spread. We did not give her the name, so I'm unfortunately not responsible for it. But But it's a perfect fit. (laughs) I think so, too. I think so, too. 
So you said when you were looking to find the dog, you thought this is what was going to save his life. How did you know that? Because Peter has always had a dog. And when he was a little boy, we had a black Labrador named PJ that died of cancer. And he came home from school one day and he said, my friends at school said, if I get a smaller dog, it'll live longer. And I said, okay, Peter, my other two children seem to be okay with the loss of the dog, but he wasn't doing well. So one morning I woke him up and we went to the animal shelter and we found a beagle there named Jackie. So he's just always had dogs and he's very quiet and shy. So where he might not feel comfortable around large groups of people before he even joined the military, a dog has just always been something that's been by his side. And the beagle thing was really just because we had had a beagle before. But they're loyal dogs, and they're so cute. And some people ask me if Willa has Basset Hound in her because she's kind of long. So if you listen in the video, you'll hear my husband saying, it's a bagel, it's a bagel. Well, that's not really a breed. But it's funny, the conversations that have started on YouTube, people are like, no, I think a bagel is half basset hound, half beagle. I mean, it might be. I don't know if that exists, but she comes from a family of rabbit hunting beagles. So they, I guess, have to, you know, dig in holes to get them. So she is unusually long, but she's only 22 pounds. So she's a pretty small dog. She's so sweet. Y'all have to meet her. (laughs) And what are some of the ways that she helps Peter? She definitely keeps him present in the moment. The thing with PTSD is you never know when you're going to have a trigger. You could just be doing normal everyday things and maybe hear a plane, maybe hear a car backfire, thunder. When you have PTSD, it can sometimes cause you to react or think that you're back in that situation. So Willa keeps him in the present. And she also helps him sleep because sleeping was something he was not doing much of. I mean, he would just sit up till all hours of the night and he was close with our dogs, but he still needed something of his own. And she gave him, I think, just a sense of purpose, responsibility. You know, they talk to each other. I mean, she basically likes to do everything that Peter likes to do. So she loves to go out on the boat with him. She has a little brother, Cat, now named Dalvin and she will put that little cat like she'll put her whole mouth around his neck and they're just gentle dogs so he doesn't take her to work with him because he's high functioning I mean he's an electrician he's not at that point where he would need a dog with him all the time so she's not trained like I said but she definitely keeps him in the moment helps him sleep and if he does have some type of reaction, which like I described in the book, um, thunder, lightning, she usually will just start going crazy licking him. A lick is definitely going to be like maybe cold water or something. So she, she's a great, she's actually saved our entire family. I'm not going to lie. If she wasn't so important to my son, she'd be living with me. My other son, George, spent a lot of time with her, probably did most of the training for her socializing her, taking her to dog parks, things like that, because that's not really Peter's personality. He'd rather take her fishing. So George is the one that kind of got Willa out there in the world, and I take her places with me because people want to meet her now. Definitely go into a bunch of schools with her so that children can pet her, read the book, 
meet a real life author, but mostly people want to meet her. I mean, let's be honest. I'd rather meet a dog over a human anytime. <laughs> if Willow were here right now, I would probably be petting her and not feeling nervous like I am just a little bit, but it's not too bad. <laughs> what is it about dogs, you think, that they have this power? I think dogs have this sense of connection with human beings. You can see it in their eyes. I think dogs are capable of almost all the emotions that human beings have. They need the affection that we need. They seem to be in tune to human beings, especially when you have your own personal dog that you've bonded with. They know your traits. They know your characteristics. They know what time you wake up. I mean, dogs can be on a schedule just like human beings. They can learn how to do so many things. They can lead the blind. So if they can lead the blind, then they can make people comfortable, feel happy. They just can communicate, even just with their eyes. Like Willa is a serious dog. She's not your average two-year-old dog. She's serious. She knows when I'm sad. She knows when Peter's sad. And when she does that, she will come right up. She's got to touch you. So, I mean, my dogs are like that. So I think dogs are just, everybody should have a dog. It would make the world better. <laughs> Before you got Willa for Peter, had you tried other things like medication? And did you see any kind of effect that versus Willa? Before Willa came into Peter's life, he was not talking at all. He was not going out very much. He was isolating himself, and he just wasn't sleeping, and the sleeping was the hardest part for me as a mother. When Willa came into his life, he bought his own home. He spends a lot more time with his daughter doing fun things. He reaches out to the family a lot more than he used to. She, she, is, she saved his life. She saved his life, and I'm glad that he got a cat because we grew up with, at one time, we had probably seven cats, so I wish I had a cat now, but anyway, dogs are great. We'll still talk about them. So, no, we really had not tried other things because I could not get him to go get help. Every time I said, go get help, let's, like, we can go together. So what I ended up doing is I had a friend from high school that works at the VA in Lake City, Florida, and I called her and just told her I was very concerned about my son. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't get him to go to the VA. And to get the diagnosis of PTSD from the VA is not an instant thing. I mean, it ended up being a three-year process before he got the diagnosis. It gives him more resources to get help. He did not try medication. He did his therapy more over the phone. My friend from the VA had um, like a caseworker that works there that would start calling him on the phone. And I think when he explained to Peter, you can't come back from a situation like you were in and be the same person. If you were the same person, then I would be worried for you. You're not the same person and we can get through this. You're not the only one. But I think just the communication of the family, his brother, cousins, grandparents, aunts, uncles, we all kind of pulled in and tried that method. But really, Will is the one that did it. That was just kind of giving us a few good days at a time. You know what I mean? 
but now it's pretty much a good day all the time, except sometimes large crowds are still hard for him. You know, if he doesn't have Willa with him, he won't say it, but I can see that he starts to perspire, maybe gets a little agitated looking. So, I mean, he's always going to have things that will remind him of the war, but Willa definitely keeps him in the present. And just the companionship. I mean, yes, he's a father and he has a child and he's around people all the time, but there's nothing like having a dog in those dark moments where you're really depressed or you just can't snap out of it that having a dog on your lap or just to be able to pet, it's a distraction, but it's a comforting, you know, it's perfect. And you turn this entire experience into an adorable children's book. Can you talk about that? Uh, Yes. So I decided about a year after the video, when it was still being viewed so much, that I wanted to do something. So I decided to write a children's book. I'm a hairdresser, so I you know, definitely didn't go to school to learn how to write a children's book, but I, I love writing and I love reading. So I decided to write a children's book, but I wasn't sure what the story was going to be. So I started making some appearances with Willa. I took her to a store in Tallahassee called Hearth and Soul, and the owner, Susie Bush Transu, was so gracious just to kind of help me figure out what I wanted to do. And then I went to an elementary school. A friend of mine from high school made arrangements so I could go to her daughter's third grade class. And that's where I had my epiphany. After talking to the children, I had Willa with me, but after telling them about what my son went through, I was describing PTSD as what it felt like the first day of school, you know, how your stomach feels nervous. Well, these children started telling me sad things that had happened to them, like when they had a dog that passed away or a loved one. And a couple of girls cried, but then they started talking about it, and then they were laughing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to write a children's book, and the message is going to be, if you're feeling sad about something, if you're feeling sad about nothing, it's okay to tell someone. And if using Willa as that platform to get in there to spread the word, then I can also raise the awareness of what dogs can do for human beings. So the first story was Willa going to the day spa with her cousins, which were going to be like all of the dogs in my Greek family would be dogs going to get, you know, manicure, pedicure, massage. And she would tell them the story about how her video went viral. And I wrote the whole story, and I sent it to a friend of mine that writes books for Scholastic. And he called me back, and I did cry because he said, I'm not saying that the story is a bad idea, but why would you change the real story when it's so good? Willa tells the story of how she became famous and saved her human's life. And once I figured out the message, it took me about seven months to write a 29-page book. Because children's books are hard to write, I think, harder than to write an adult book because there's more rules. There's more things that you can't put in a children's book than what you can put in. So my book is for a level two reader. That's a reader that can read independently but still likes to be read to. But even in some of the reviews that I have, it's a book for all ages. Willa tells the story, how the video went viral, 
how she felt leaving her family to move to a new town and start a new life. And Tallahassee, Florida, my hometown, is very much a part of the story because I'm from Tallahassee. People from my hometown have offered to help me write this book. I mean, I'm using a local printer. A girl I went to high school with did all the illustrations. Actually, my illustrator and my editor, my lead editor, are um, military mothers. So I have a lot of little symbolisms in the book, like there's one page where I say the message of the book, and there's a blue star. So if you're a military mother, you're considered a blue star mom. So military families will recognize that page and just feel really proud of it, you know? It's a very patriotic book, obviously, but I want people to know when they read it that even though my experience with PTSD with my son and getting the Willa to help him, that it's not just isolated to military service, so I hope that it will reach a larger audience than that because just in the people that have read the book so far, it makes people want to talk about their traumatic experiences and they feel better. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I am a hairdresser and people share a lot of things when they're in the chair with me. And then if I put one of my dogs on their lap while they're getting their hair done, it all comes out. (laughs) But I hope that that's what this book will do for people. I'm hoping that it will be cool to talk about your feelings. And the first people that you should go to as a child is going to be your mother or father. But in schools, they have guidance counselors, they have teachers. You can tell when somebody's struggling or you have a friend that's sad. It's okay even if you go to your teacher and say, you know, I'm worried about Margot. I'm worried about Lonnie. She's not smiling a lot, you know? Although y'all have been smiling almost the whole time I've been here. So, but that's my hope for the book. I hope that people will talk about their feelings and not be afraid to feel like there's a stigma attached to mental illness. There shouldn't be. I've suffered from depression since I was 10 years old that I know of. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I've been in some low places, and I have never, ever been without a dog. And if I was, I'd probably be super depressed. I have to have a dog. I mean, everybody, everybody needs to have a dog. Everybody in Willa's world, everyone would have a dog. When and where can people get the book? Okay, so originally I was going to have my book launch on November 1st at Hearth and Soul in Tallahassee, but we've decided to release it on November 12th, which is the day that Veterans Day is observed this year. For many reasons, kids will be out of school that day. We're going to do the book launch in the afternoon so people can attend the parade, but I think we'll have a bigger crowd of children and veterans. I know my boys on Veterans Day, they love to eat places for free. There's a bunch of places they can eat free. So I know Hearth and Soul in Tallahassee is going to have some fun things planned for adults and children for the book launch. Um, But they can also email. It's a willaworld at gmail.com. They can go to her Instagram page. It's a willaworld. She also has a Facebook page. However, I'm much more active on her Instagram that seems to be where her audience is. So uh, they can email me, message me. I'm going to be plugging it away. It'll be on the Pet Insider Instagram page soon, so people will know how to get the book. It's $12.99, which makes it very affordable. It's a paperback book, and I also tried to make it around the size of an iPad 
because technology is a big part of the book. In fact, there's a page where Willa talks about the video going viral and we talk about Facebook and YouTube. I mean, this is the direction that things are going in. In social media, you can there's so much that you can do. I know there's a lot of bad things about it, but there's also a lot of good things about it. All the organizations I share in my book, I share several organizations that give animals to veterans for free to help with their PTSD or whatever their military-related disabilities are. I mean, it's pretty much going to be social media. Social media, I think I do need to create a website. I did have this really good idea. If a publisher picks the book up, because right now I'm self-publishing, and another thing about viral videos, if you think you're going to get rich making a viral video, it really couldn't be further from the truth. I've made enough off the video at this point that I have enough to print maybe 500 books. So I'm hoping that a publisher is going to find this and mass produce it. But I do have this idea, if it gets really big, that I would start a nonprofit, and the nonprofit would be called vets for vets it could be a service dog or they could just be a veteran that has a dog that cannot afford to take that dog to the vet so my idea is that if i get to a point where i could help people monetarily they could write a letter to me we could have like a scholarship program start this nonprofit, and then i would be able to help veterans pay for their vet service because I just took Willa to the vet and just for her basic care, heartworm prevention, checkup, everything, I mean, it's over $200. I'm sure in bigger cities like New York, it's even more expensive. I mean, there's dogs in the military right now, so they have veterinarians in the military. Like, I mean, I just think of so many possibilities to help veterans and anybody, but I'm mostly focused on, on veterans, but definitely focused on everybody should have a dog. That's great. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an honor. That was Dina Kukulis, the author of It's a Willow World. To keep up with Willa and Dina, follow It's a Willow World on Instagram. Want even more access to everything pet? Get your ticket to PetCon. PetCon will take place November 17th and 18th at the Javits Center in New York City. PetCon is two days of meet and greets with your favorite Instagram pets, fun activations, insightful panels, a highly curated selection of awesome and innovative products for your shopping pleasure, and of course, lots of adorable, adoptable pets. Tickets are going fast. Make sure to get yours today at PetCon.co. That's P-E-T-C-O-N dot C-O. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please leave us an awesome review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you have any pet-related topics you want us to cover, email us at podcast at petinsider.com. To listen to past episodes, visit petinsider.com slash podcast. I'm Lonnie Edwards, and thank you for listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. Talk soon!